welcome back to Two Piece in a Pod. I'm Jessica, and I'm Candice. And today we are going to talk about very juicy topic. We're going to talk about dating. Yes, another <laughs> juicy one. We've just been coming out with one juicy topic after another. So yeah, let's dive right, dive right in. in. Uh huh. We can't wait to record this one because um i for one am very curious with <laughs> jessica's current dating life Shut because <laughs> you know everything about it well well now not everyone knows <laughs> after this episode is launched everyone will know so i guess over the years the, the dating scene has changed so much um i remember last time when we were in school our version of dating was like you know when the guy walk you to the bus stop and then mm. you talk over on the phone for like a few weeks. I had this incident when I was like savagely eating like a KFC chicken drumstick with like chili sauce all over my mouth and then oh my goodness yeah and then this guy um came came up to me and asked me for my number for his friend and mm. I had to like. <laughs> I had to like write it on a napkin that was like supposed to be used to clean my lips, <laughs> and then I ended up having like no napkins to clean my sauce. Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> now, now that you m- reminded me of um, a scene when it, when I was back in high school, I was waiting for my dad to pick me up at the bus stop, and when my dad arrived, my one of my classmates, um, he he was waiting at the bus stop as well, and I find him really hot, and he was like pointing at me to his friends, and he was like, "Oh, she's so cute," and I was like, "Oh," <laughs> I was like, "Butterflies, not just in my stomach, but all over my body." As I got into my dad's car, but I couldn't like respond to it because I was too shy and too nervous. Like, were you like yeah. shaking? Yeah, well, not shaking, but like I was just like really fluttered, I guess. But in the end, we didn't even get together. But well, that's that's something. Yeah, it could have been a beautiful love story. (laughs) You know, it's so different in these days. Like now, like it's so different. Yes, I guess in this digital age, especially people are busier with work. They don't have time to meet other people organically anymore. So organically organically <laughs> organically organic you know like a vegetable <laughs> fresh and healthy exactly the old school way um, so so many people have turned into dating apps as a new way to meet their potential partner you know mm. and with so many dating apps that are circulating around now i think that the stigma that used to be attached with online dating has definitely if not erased, maybe like significantly reduced. So just to quote statistics, uh, three in ten Americans say they've used a dating site or app, and twelve percent have married or been in a committed relationship with someone they met online. And this is according to Pew Research Center. So probably I would say more with the older generations that didn't necessarily grow up with internet. Um, online dating was seen as unsafe and unconventional. Um, and I think safety was a huge concern as well. Um, I, I can imagine if I tell my mom that I'm on a dating app and I meet somebody online, she would probably freak out and just automatically assume that somebody's trying to kidnap me. But I think as long as you're sensible about it, you can have a lot of fun with dating apps. Yeah, definitely. Um, I mean, I didn't use dating apps when I was at uni but um and i think i missed out a lot of fun no i'm just joking (laughs) but (laughs) as we know now you are obviously dating so do you have any funny dating story or horror stories 
when it comes to dating that you want to share? Spill the tea, man. Spill the tea. I haven't experienced any horror stories. Um, you go with your horror stories. Okay, I'll start with my horror story, I guess, because it just jumped right at me yeah. whenever people ask me about dating horror story. So I was saying this guy a uh, couple of years ago. Let's let's call him Ho Garden, okay? After the beer, <laughs> we only saw each other a couple of times, and it was it wasn't that we were talking all the time or that we see each other all the time. So naturally, I was also seeing other people as well at the same time. And um, when I started going out with another guy who I was more serious about, I didn't think that it was gonna be a problem. There was one incident when her garden texted me and asked me out, but I, <laughs> but I told him no, and I said that look, I'm I'm seeing somebody else now, so we we should probably stop this. He got so mad at me. He was actually like proper angry. Now I had I have to admit I actually looked through the conversation when I was preparing for this episode. Even looking back at the conversation, I was like, oh my god, how can somebody behave that way? Mm. He kept demanding that we needed to talk about things because it all seemed a bit sudden for him that I'm seeing somebody else that I didn't communicate to him that I wanted something serious. But you guys are not you guys are not exactly. in a relationship. Like why is he being exactly. mad? And the funny thing was that it wasn't that like we were trying to get to know each other. You know, we only met like probably a couple of times at that time and he would vanish for a few weeks and then he would surface out of nowhere, kind of like in and out of my life and I didn't mm-hmm. care at that time because I didn't like him that much. We've only seen each other for only a couple of times by this point and he never even made any mm-hmm. effort to speak to me. Don't bother to ask me for my number. Like, disappeared for weeks and I turned around to say to me that I didn't communicate my flipping feelings and about wanting a relationship. Like, I feel like I didn't owe him any explanation because I didn't owe him anything. There was no strings between yeah. us, like nothing at all. I wanted a relationship, yes, but not with him, definitely. And and seeing <laughs> how he was like MIA most of the time, I thought we were on the same page. Mm-hmm. It was just a it was just a casual thing. Mm-hmm. So at this point, I could have stopped replying to him, but I thought you know I'll do the decent thing and explain to him the situation. And because it it, it also it seemed like mm-hmm. he thought that we had something. So this is when the horror came in. He insisted that I had to talk to him in person. So he said to me that he was coming over right then and now. And then he, I, I didn't reply him after. And he's like, I'm outside your house now. Please come out. Things like that. And that is so creepy. I know. And I was like, do not come over because I do not want to see you. And to be honest, mm-hmm. I was afraid at this point because he kept insisting that he wanted to come over, right? And, like, he was a stranger to me at that point, okay? Like, we've met a few times and that was, a, that, that was it. Like, I had to run out of my accommodation through the flipping mm-hmm. fire exit, ran to my friend's house and, like, seek refuge there. I was panicking. I was, like, in a total panic mode. And then he called me and asked me to come down and see him. So my friend, who was a, who was a male, I mean, who, who is a male, he's still a male. I mean, he took, my, <laughs> he took my phone and he spoke to him. And then Ho Garden pretended like he was ordering a Chinese takeaway. What the actual fuck? I, I know, right? And then he acted like he didn't do anything wrong and he didn't even realize that like he was freaking me off. So I just told him to fuck off. But why, why did he pretend that he's ordering Chinese takeaway? That is so... First of all, it's racist. Second of all, it's just like yeah. stupid. Like, yeah, it's so stupid. 
I think he didn't expect my friend to answer the phone and he didn't expect a guy to be answering. He probably thought that it was the guy that I was seeing because I, I told him I was seeing somebody. He probably thought that it was that guy that I was seeing. But um, my friend had a very strong Chinese accent as well. So that's probably the first <laughs> the first thing that he thought of. Like, here, I'll just order Chinese takeaway. But to put things in context, right? He called me through Facebook Messenger. So it's not even like he called me on my number. Yeah. That was like one of the most most horrific story of dating that I have to share. I mean, I'm sure you didn't expect that he would turn out to be this creepy and weird guy, isn't it? When you talked to him, did you did you notice anything different when you talked to him? Like or like for the first few meetings with him, like did you realize that he's he would turn out to be this kind of person? I don't think he gave me the psychopath vibe when um I first met him. He was funny-ish. He was decent enough. Um, to be fair, we never talk all the time. We never mm-hmm. chat through the night or message mm-hmm. each other or, you know, keep in touch in a sense. So he would just come out of nowhere and text me and ask me to go out and then we'll, we'll do something and then that's about it. So, yeah, honestly... I don't think I knew him at all. Yeah. Different people have like different approach to using dating app. Like some people would talk for like months and months before they meet each other. But like some, if like you feel right, like if you feel like he's a sensible guy, you would just like, if he asks you out, then you just, why not? Like it's just like meeting a friend. That was one of the reason why um, I was quite hesitant as well to go on dating apps in the first place mm. because of the safety concerns i think that was mm-hmm. like one of the main reasons for me um when it comes to dating app obviously there's always things around it like i mentioned you have to mm-hmm. be sensible about it you can mm-hmm. you have to just have contingency plan have say for example go to the toilet and text your friend if things are going bad or you know you're not feeling comfortable just leave always remember that we can leave at any time you need to protect yourself yeah yeah don't get into situations where you're uncomfortable in because you don't have to answer to anyone right now not especially yeah. not that guy leave anytime safety always comes first exactly so yeah. what about you any funny story yeah i i i, I thought of a funny story that um it was me and Suyuk. <laughs> yeah, funny story would be me and Suyuk. Um, okay, so I used to hang out with him a lot. And on one day, he brought me to a restaurant. And he said, oh, it would be, there would be performance at night. So I was like, right, okay. Like, I didn't expect to have, like, any shows. But, right. So, turned out it was a cabaret supper club. And then there was, like, people, <laughs> like, performers singing, dancing. It was, like, all good Jesse music, like, live band and stuff. Like, I was, like, wow, that's, that's very nice. And, like, there was starter and comes to the main and then and the performers started stripping. And I was, like, <laughs> what the hell? <laughs> and my jaw just dropped and he's... And I looked at him, he was enjoying the show, but then his jaw dropped as well because he didn't expect that. He didn't expect that show turned out to be like a stripping show. So it, it was it was really fun, but I think he did, honestly he didn't expect that. I don't think he's that kind of person who would bring his first date to a stripping club. Oh. So I think that I think that was the funniest. How much did they strip? You can see the tits. <laughs> You can't see the pr- private part, but like I don't want. I don't think people would would have the appetite to continue to eat if they actually 
stripped and naked, but yes, you can see the. Mm-hmm. <laughs> 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 oh my god! And they were like singing and dancing at the same time, so it's actually quite a show. The other thing is like me. Me and him, we we were the only young couple, not just young, but like mm-hmm. Asian couple in the whole, the, in the whole restaurant. Mm-hmm. Like everyone else is like old white couple, so we really stand out in in that restaurant. I'm crying. <laughs> oh my god! That was so but yeah, funny. it was it was great fun and definitely unforgettable. And I was saying to him like, "Why did you do this?" And he was he was looking at me all innocent, and he was like, "I didn't expect this to to come." Oh my god! So fucking funny. Yeah, I know. Well, moving swiftly on. So obviously, we go through different phases in life. Sometimes you're in a relationship.、Mm-hmm. Sometimes you're、mm-hmm. single. So, how do you decide to, you know, date again after you've been in a long-term relationship and you've broken up with your long-term partner? Like, what what do you do to, you know, prepare yourself to start dating again?、Mm. There is no specific time that you would say to yourself when you can. When you are allowed, when you when you are allowed to start dating again, I think it's really you just have to follow your own pace and just take your time. And you don't have to feel like it's wrong if you start dating again, like right after your breakup. Like I think you just have to follow your own pace. For myself, like I would give myself a period of time for me to have like a self reflection. And it's very cliche, but like to find myself、mm-hmm. <laughs> and like see what's your Actual priority and give yourself time to settle down a bit and like think through about your past relationship、mm-hmm. and then when you feel comfortable of meeting someone else or like even talk to someone else then you can start doing it. I never used dating app before until like recently, and I thought it was just a great way to meet people, like to meet new friends, and also it's a great distraction just to talk to someone different、um, outside of your circle, outside of your comfort、mm-hmm. zone. Like just to see like how other people is living. It's、yes. just like a way of meeting new friends. It's not necessarily to be like a romantic relationship. It could be just like um. Well, what I think is just like making new friends. Yeah. Yeah, because you have met like a few different interesting people on your、yeah. journey on the dating yeah, app as well. Yeah, I did. So、yeah. do you want to share some of them? Oh, actually, talking about funny stories. Yes, I've come across a few guys on a dating app. Um, creepy ones. He will match with you, and then he started just sending dick pic for out of nowhere. Ew! And I was like, what? Just like dick pic right away? And I was、no. like, what the hell? And I say to him like, what the hell is this? And he was like, now that I've sent you two pictures, you need to send me yours. I was like. I didn't ask for it, and and he was like, "Don't you find it cute?" I was like,、oh, "No, no, he didn't no, say, 'Don't you find it cute?'" He was like, "How do you?" He was like, "How do you find it?" I was like, "It's gross," and then I just like unmatch him. So yes, there's guys like this. Oh, and there's also other guys. Not that I remember. Like there's another guy. He was saying to me like, "Oh, where, where, where do you live? Like, where, where are you at?" And I was like, "Yeah, I'm, I'm based in Cambridge." And he was like, "Oh, I'm based in." Oxford, do you want to meet up? And I was like, it's lockdown now; it's not possible to meet up. And secondly, how do you how do you meet up? And he was like, oh, I have a car. Are you actually going to drive down from Oxford to Cambridge just to meet me? And he was like, yeah, why not? Which hotel do you want to meet? I was like, oh, hotel. I was、oh, like,、God. what hotel? And he was like, I want to beep you. It's 
yeah, he he was like, yeah, yep, he yeah, that's exactly what he said. Like I was like, what the hell? And I was like, are you using this app just for like hookups? And he was like, yeah. And I was like, right, thanks for being honest, but like I didn't expect that. And he, I, I say to him like, oh, why don't you find find a girlfriend then? And he said he has a girlfriend. In <gasps> he he was in um he 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 is in a long distance relationship. So his girlfriend is in Switzerland or something like another country. And um and he's been with her for like five years. So he's been using dating apps for hookups, but then he has a long term long distance relationship. No and way. that that was just like. I was just like shocked, and my jaw dropped. Like I didn't expect like guys would be saying things like that. And I was like, "Did you not think of like breaking up with her and have like if you want to have fun, it's fine, but like you don't have to commit yourself in a relationship. It's not fair for the girl." Yeah. And he said, "He said, um, what did he say? He said, oh yes, I uh, I wanted to break up with him, but like it just takes time.'" I was like, "Oh God." That, what a that stand-up just, guy. I know, that's just not fair. So, I mean, it's it's good that he's being honest, but, like, what if you meet someone that's, like, not, like, trying to play around and, like, trying to just fuck boy? Like, it's 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 just crazy of, like, what people, how people use dating apps right now. I think it's just crazy. Definitely. That's definitely something that we need to look out for. Because yeah. from my experience, it would be pretty obvious when somebody is just looking for a hookup because they usually don't waste any time asking you about you they just want yeah. to yeah. basically want, want to get down to business yeah yeah but saying that looking for your partner in a dating app or even in the real world it is a lot like looking for a diamond in the sea of charcoals so mm. you have to be able to filter out the bad from the good as well and it's very easy to just settle for the first person that you meet yeah. on your dating app it's just so wrong but now yeah. that i remember another another funny another funny guy that came to me and said he wants to have a relationship but then he just wants to have relationship in bed that sort of relationship like and then he said like he can pay me he can pay me enough. so basically <laughs> like what do you what do you call that basically like like escort pay, oh oh yeah maybe yeah he was like oh how much do you normally spend a month like i can pay you <gasps> oh like I sugar can, daddy i can yeah yeah yes sugar daddy he can be my sugar daddy that's what he's trying to say he, he's like similar age to me but then he said he can be my sugar daddy so that like he can give me some money for like my living expenses like like lifestyle like he can buy me stuff and we can meet like certain number of times in the month and i was like are you serious what? who does he think he is like christian gray and then he asked me how much do i spend a month so i was like well i, I just want to like fool around like so i, I just say like oh two thousand a month i just crap and he was like oh i can't afford that much yet <laughs> because his business is not doing good <laughs> he said, so not quite christian gray then yeah he said he's not not christian gray level definitely he was like my business is not doing good during this pandemic so i probably can give you like a thousand this month but like if my business turn turn around and um eventually getting better then i can give you more money and i was like what <laughs> i didn't expect that answer from him from him and i was like why don't you get yourself a girlfriend? Why do you need to pay? So after that, like after like talking crap, I just like be serious with him. And I was like, why don't you just get yourself a girlfriend? Why do you have to like pay someone to just to have a hookup? And he was like, I do have a girlfriend. I'm in a long distance relationship. I was like, another one? What? Again, another one. I was like, yeah. But that's, it's, it's just insane. 
oh, sometimes you wonder what kind of people exist in the yeah. world, and then you go to dating apps, and you're like, okay, so this. I know, exist. right? <laughs> yeah, plenty of fishes, like um. <laughs> Uh, you, you mean like plenty of trouts? <laughs> what dating apps do you use? Or are, you, are we going to advertise here? Yeah, just for inspiration. Oh. <laughs> so I didn't use Tinder because it has such bad reputation for like just a hookup app. So I didn't use Tinder. So I, I first I first used um, Coffee Meat Bagel, but like um, my friend told me it's like really slow. Like um, Bumble is a better choice, so I went for Bumble. Oh, you just want to get right in there, don't you? You don't want the, the slow ones. You just want the fast ones. No, no, no. I, I get results quick. <laughs> I still use Coffee Meat Bagel, but like I don't, I don't get like a lot of matches there because you can only match certain amount of people in one day. But with Bumble, mm. you can just like swipe, swipe your way. I see. So, is yeah. there any particular person that you've met on, like, say, Bumble that you've seen and you've dated and things are going well or not well? Yeah, so let's talk about Laksa. <laughs> <laughs> Let me bring up, bring up my list. <laughs> Number one, <laughs> Laksa. We've been talking for three months now and we only first met up after three months of talking. So, at that time when we met in person, we know each other very well already because we 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 talk almost like every day so yeah and when we met in person i feel like we are we're more suitable to be just friends and not like anything further was there a communication around there yeah, there, were, there was few communications around it like we had like proper chat about it it's just that we are not each other's type and we are very similar that's why we can talk so much and that's why we can share and we do have like common interests same similar sense of humor the music that we like are, are, are similar as well so it's just that i don't think he's not he's not boyfriend material he's not he's not my boyfriend material basically right. and i'm not okay. his girlfriend material so and we are more like a friend's material to each other so next one is rendang he is a very nice guy so the first day we just went out for a walk yeah so we just walked around the neighborhood but it was so cold and it was snowing and i was like i, I just couldn't think straight when i was like walking around with him because it was so cold and was freezing basically like shaking because it's too it was freezing and we just talk about random stuff when we were walking around the neighborhood and on the second date well he asked me out for a second date so yeah we we had a second date he came to mind to like make some food so we we had sort of a conversation that he is not going to be here for long he's not going to be in this country for long and he's going back soon so he um he just want to be clear from the start that like more like to set each other's expectations and not to have like false hopes so i think it's very important although it's very rare that both parties have to be open and very honest from the start i think it's a good thing for me to date at this age i'm not sure if it's because of the age or what but like we're both mature enough to talk things out and not playing mind games um just cut a shit straight to a point and say what we want from each other and what we want yeah. to get out from this relationship or like we can be friends we can be beyond friends or whatsoever but like you just need to be clear to each other what you want from this relationship i think you're right in the sense that we have to have the conversation I wouldn't say like your first date, but you know, mm -hmm. quite early on in the relationship so that you can set realistic expectations with mm -hmm. each other and you know with each other what, what you're trying to get out of, you know, because mm -hmm. I had an experience with this guy. Do you know what? I call him guy, but he's, uh, he's more like a great god because he was so good looking. <laughs> 
let's call him <laughs> let's call him let's call him matcha okay? okay so i i met him on a dating app mm-hmm. and oh my god he was so good looking there was once when he sent me a picture of him at work and it was a really sunny day and the sun just hits his eye like in this perfect angle and it was like the bluest of blue it like it, it's like staring into like an expanse of an ocean and you Shut just kind up. of feel like oh i'm drowning but in like, the best way We just vibe mm. well, in the same wavelength, mm-hmm. and we met for a few times. We were dating for maybe three to four weeks at that time. Mm-hmm. So my story has point. So after the second date, um, he started becoming more distant, and he started distancing himself away from me. Yeah, and he would take longer to reply texts. He would just reply like very short words like okay or yeah sure or like whatever you know and then you can you can definitely sense the difference because he used to be so proactive as well like he would call me and stuff and he almost stops like overnight so i thought like wait did i do something wrong on the second date because it was right after the second date that he just disappeared so i was like you know what i'm not gonna take this shit because i don't want to be sitting around trying to figure out what i did wrong and what i didn't do wrong and just kind of second guessing myself you know because i don't deserve that mm. and then i i so i confronted him i asked him what 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 is going on why why are you disappearing um, out of nowhere after a few days he replied me and he apologized to me and he said that i'm really sorry to have treated you this way so it turned out that he hasn't gotten over his ex-girlfriend what the and hell? Yeah, and he was kind of using me as a like a rebound. I mean, I should have seen it. There were different red flags. He kept talking about her. He kept comparing me to her. He kept saying, oh, my ex-girlfriend would have said this. My ex-girlfriend would have done that. I should have picked that up. But I was just too blinded with his gorgeousness mm-hmm. that I, I, I couldn't see all that, you know. And then when he told me that he was trying to patch things up with his ex-girlfriend, I was like, okay, great. I don't want to get in the middle of all that. All, you know, good luck, all the best, and... It was very important for me to take that step to ask him and clarify things with him. Because if I didn't do that, I would have just been left like second guessing. And the relationship would have probably fizzled out as well. And Mm -hmm. I would never know. And I would keep thinking that it's my fault for the the end of the relationship like it, it it was my fault because he was the one who ghosted me mm-hmm. like when i was younger i wouldn't have done that mm-hmm. i would just have left things be and just sulk in my own sorrow mm-hmm. um but no you know we, we we have to we have to grab the bull by its horns whatever you whatever you say however you say it mm-hmm. and just take control of our own life mm-hmm. and if there's something that we need clarification ask the questions yes. and ask the person in question mm-hmm. to clarify the situations Definitely. because it turned out that he was a coward because he didn't have the balls to come and tell me that he's trying to patch things up mm-hmm. with his girlfriend mm-hmm. and i was in no fault about it and I just felt like I learned so much from that situation as well. And ever since then, uh, if there's anything that I'm not happy with or if there's anything that I'm not clear about, I would definitely ask the person in question, be it with a relationship, you know, in your work, Mm -hmm. with your friends, with your family, anything. Don't ever make assumptions. And chances are 9 out of 10 is them and it's not you, you know? Mm, Yeah. I think for 
our personalities. Like we are the kind of person who will like voice out what we what's on our mind. But like there's some people who are like too shy to say stuff. So I mean, everyone's different, and it could be hard for someone、yes. to speak up.、Um, but I think I agree. Yeah, but I think it, it's important to not have. I don't know. Like for me, I wouldn't want to find a rebound because I think it wouldn't end well. So it's just a waste of everyone's time. If everyone thinks like you, then we would save a lot of people、yeah. a lot of heartache.、Yeah. You know, and if people just be open about their feelings and communicate,、mm. then you will save yourself and other people a lot of heartache. And Grow a pair and muster up the courage、yeah. to talk to the person to、mm. clarify things.、Yeah. If see what what is the worst that can happen?、Yeah. The worst that can happen is they tell you something that you've done that have upset them or that have they feel offended by or whatever,、mm-hmm. and then you can correct yourself. You can learn from it and you can apologize and set things straight.、Mm-hmm. Or you can find out the in my case that it's not even your fault in the first place and you can. Peacefully move on from it.、Mm-hmm. I personally don't see the harm in asking questions and being vulnerable with、mm-hmm. other people、mm-hmm. because a lot of people are so afraid of being vulnerable、mm-hmm. or being real or being like raw with、mm-hmm. with other people, and they just close up and just let things be. And that's not the way to live. I think for for that case, that great God, I think he he knows that he's on the wrong side. I think that's also why that he he he's afraid of like he's trying to like run away from you. He's the coward. I mean, like yeah, he is a coward.、Yes. But like I think that's also why he didn't want to like have a confrontation with you. But speaking about your that date with him, I have a question: Is it、mm-hmm. okay to kiss on the first date? What do you think? Well, I think the heart wants what it wants. <laughs> I mean, if, if <laughs> <laughs> just get in there、yeah. and be like, yes. I mean, yeah. To,、uh, okay, I'm not saying that you just jump on every single guy that you go on the first date、yeah. with. Obviously, like, like assess the situation. He <laughs> doesn't seem like he's into it. Don't be attacking people. <laughs> Don't be attacking people. <laughs> I can 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 you imagine if you're like oh kiss kiss and then they're like、mm, actually now you stink your breath smells <laughs> but yeah seriously I think it's okay there's no hard and fast rule there's yeah, no like a、exactly. guidebook to dating、yeah. you you just have to gauge the situation and see how the other person is feeling and if you're vibing and there's like this like electric and there's like this tension between you then yeah go at it yeah have fun yeah I think dating is all about feelings like if you feel right just do it don't feel like you're doing the wrong thing or like people would judge you for just kiss on first date yeah who yeah, cares who cares、mm-hmm. you do you、exactly. sister <laughs> or brother <laughs> so、mm-hmm. I have a question for you. Who do you think should pay for dinner on the first date? Now that you remind me of there's one time that I went went out with the guy on the first date. So he's called wait, what is he called? Chong Fan. So I went out with Chong Fan on the first date. After the dinner, I was、um, he said he's going to the toilet, and I was like, right, okay. And I went to the cashier, and I thought, oh, maybe we can pay, or、uh, maybe we can get a bill. And I I was thinking like maybe we can、um, go Dutch, or like I pay for it first. I I don't mind. And when I went up to the cashier, and he he said. Oh, he he paid for it already, and I was like, "What? Wow!" So he he said he went to the toilet, but actually he paid for the bill. So、oh, I right, thought、okay. that was、uh, a big bonus because like he didn't make it, he didn't make the the paying thing 
an awkward situation where like you have to pretend that you're going to pay or like <laughs> you know like that sort of thing like yeah yeah so he he paid for it first and then um when we as we walked out the restaurant he was like oh next one is on you so i thought that was a that was smooth like it, that was very smooth that was very smooth and i really liked yeah. him at that time so that was like a big bonus so he was your version of the greek god in it he is he is yeah <laughs> <laughs> he's very hot mm. at that time I don't think guys always have to pay for the first date or for dinner. I think it really depends on the situation. Like, if the guy's willing to pay, then go for it. I, yeah, you just have to appreciate what the guys did for you and, like, just don't take things for granted. And so after the first date with him and um, when we had a second date, I actually paid for the bill. So I think it's it's nice to have, like, a balance out of this. Personally, I haven't been on a first date in a very long time. But if I were to go on a first date, I probably wouldn't necessarily expect a guy to pay. Yeah. But it would bode really well for the guy if he pays for the first mm. date. If you want to make a, this like grand gesture, but you don't have like millions and millions in the bank, mm-hmm. you can just go to like, I don't know, McDonald's or whatever. Mm. Just, you know, some somewhere cheap, somewhere nice. If she really likes you, she doesn't care where you take her as long as yeah. it's not some dodgy strip club. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> you know? So it's not about whether he, you should pay or not. Yeah. It just bodes well for you if you pay for the first date. Yeah. That's how I see it. It's not anything about like, well feminism or whatever yeah, you know forget know. about feminism it's just yeah. it's just nice you know to be yeah. to be pampered it's just yeah. it's just nice and another thing i probably want to add is that you know for well girls or boys that are listening don't ever settle for anything less than what you deserve it sounds mm. really cliche but for the longest time i always blame myself for like you know any failed relationships or like you know if my date don't go well or whatever i always used to blame myself and i always say i always think that it is my fault. It is. Um, it it must be something that I've done. But then, when I met my boyfriend, he treated me so well. He treated me with respect. He was very vocal about his feelings. There was no mind games. Everything was so easy. Mm. And I realized from then that it should be easy. Mm. You know, with the one, it with should the be right easy. person. It should be yeah. easy and effortless. It should, yeah, exactly. It should be easy and. Never ever settle for somebody just because you think that you're not gonna find somebody better. Just mm. just wait, you know, be patient and wait. Mm-hmm. I've seen so many of my friends um, be so frustrated in the dating game. They always ask me like, when am I gonna find a boyfriend? When am I gonna find a partner? Mm-hmm. I'm really fed up with staying single. Mm-hmm. Well, there's nothing wrong with being single, obviously. When you find a good partner and you find a partner that is suited for you and compatible with you, you will understand what I'm saying that, mm. you know, I shouldn't have taken any crap from anyone. Mm-hmm. Exactly. I think it's very important to not to rush things. Like, I personally, like, after breakup, like, I would say to myself, just take your time. Like, even though people around me, they all have a long and stable relationship like yourself, like, <laughs> is. It it should I I can't say that there's no peer pressure like there there is peer pressure but you don't want to like just grab any guy and like ask them to be a boyfriend um it's just not right and if you don't like them don't force yourself yeah just why don't, don't why force, force yourself? yourself yeah plenty of fish in the sea <laughs> well good or bad they're still fish <laughs> yeah well sure <laughs> they still eat shit <laughs> so where do you go then on 
first dates and stuff any ideas for people that are dating like i said i went to i went for a walk just um like a casual walk um i think going to a restaurant is the best because you can talk about food to feel awkward silences like you can talk about like um three meal would be a good <laughs> three meal course would be a good idea because then you can like just stretch the time out and like it you know have like a casual chat um but if you go to movies you don't really get a chance to chat and know each other more so i personally i don't think going to movies is a great idea f- as a first date but you can go mm-hmm. after me and chong fan we went to culture night in belfast mm-hmm. and so they blocked the whole city city center and turned the space into venues for music and performance and i thought that that's quite a good idea for a date what do you do for a first date with the great god matcha um mm-hmm. we went for mini golf for our first date and obviously i made a fool out of myself with another guy that i was with let's call him tetarik mm-hmm. we went for bowling and this is mm-hmm. quite funny because i was like yeah let's go bowling and then he said oh do you know how to bowl i said yeah i bowl really well <laughs> and <laughs> that's a lie <laughs> I, obviously but i just want to like you know impress him and <laughs> it turned out <laughs> when uh we actually went to bowl i was so terrible at it like every time i threw the ball it just went into the other lane i'm like why does he keep doing that why does he keep going to the other lane he's like your goal is to crush the pins i'm like yeah i know but i keep going to the other lane and um safe to say that he found out i lied about being very good in bowling if you want to impress a guy bring him on a date that that you're good at so like bring him on an activity that you're good at for example if you're really good at bowling you can bring him bowling if you're very good at playing pool you can bring him to a bar and you guys can mm-hmm. go for drinks and a round of pool mm-hmm. the choices are endless when it comes mm-hmm. to dating and you can go for a coffee that's yeah. a that's a tame one usually i'll go for drinks it's just it, it's just nice to you know relax yourself the conversation flows mm-hmm. and you have a drink like the, the night is young and all that yeah. all that good stuff sometimes as a girl we expect a guy to plan the date mm-hmm. and to plan like a very good date but mm-hmm. Come on, it's 2021. Yeah. You can I, I, you can plan no, the date. I I don't. I I I like it casual. I like it no burden. I don't like it to be too formal and I have to like break myself from doing anything. I mean, I I personally I don't think going for drinks is a good idea for a first date because if I get drunk, oh my god, I can't imagine. I I probably start hitting people. So Oh yeah. <laughs> so I think I, I, yeah, you have no self-control when it comes to drinking, so yeah, that's not good no. for you. Going for drinks is definitely not a good idea. I love coffee, so yeah. What are the do's and don'ts for first date? Brush your teeth before you go on a first date. Oh. I know it's a given, and yep. sometimes you know when you're going on a date at night, you might not have brushed your teeth since the morning time, and then just in case, you know, you never know when you're gonna kiss him or not. Mm-hmm. But just just be prepared. There's nothing worse than getting on really well with somebody and then they try and kiss you and all they can smell is like onion and curry you know mm-hmm. oh yeah oh that's terrible don't walk around eight to nine hours and not feeding your <laughs> date oh yes if there's anything you should live by the rule that the way to somebody's heart is through their stomach yep <laughs> how would you deal with awkward silences like especially during your first date like you don't know each other well enough to like talk non-stop so how do you deal with like awkward silences just kiss them <laughs> What? <laughs> no, I'm kidding. No, 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 I'm kidding. How do I deal with awkward silences? It depends on the activity that you're doing, right? So 
usually during the first date if you are say if you're bowling with somebody Mm. You would probably feel the awkward silences. It, it would probably be quite hard to find awkward silences yeah, because you course. would be doing an activity. Doing activity yeah. yeah. So let's say you're going for a coffee with somebody. Mm. Um, so what I do is that if I find that there, I'm coming on to the end of like a conversation, I will just like lift my coffee slowly and take a sip to give myself time to think about a topic. Chances are mm. when you are having awkward silence, the other person is also feeling the awkwardness and they will be like mm. trying to think about another things to say as well. And I would imagine that on the first day, you're, try- you're still trying to get to know each other. So mm. there will be very little time for awkward silences anyway because you're just mm. asking each other questions mm. and i mean awkward silence are not always bad but if on the first date you're finding yourself having a lot of awkward silences it probably that's a sign you, yeah mm-hmm. it probably tells you something you know mm-hmm. what do you do when i had dates with strong fun i think there was quite a few awkward silences but i was quite comfortable with it mm-hmm. i don't know i just let it to be silenced but not awkward like i wasn't i wasn't feeling awkward when there was like gaps of like not talking so i just left it silent the reason i wasn't feeling awkward because i just zone out like i was like thinking something else and mm. then he would he would be the one who'd be like feeling the gaps so yeah. yeah if you're in a car or something you can always yeah. listen to the radio and then yeah that will feel the silences yeah and it so you don't have to be talking all the time as well. Yeah. Sometimes silences doesn't mean that it's awkward. It's only yeah. awkward if you make yeah. it to be. What to talk about on the first date then? Would you do like a family background check on a first date? I think that's the only thing that you can talk about, isn't it? Like on the first date. On the first date, it depends on how much you've talked prior to the first date. So for mm. example, with, with you and Laksa, right? You've got, you guys have talked for like three months before you actually meet for your first date. So mm. the things that you talk about um, would be different as opposed to if you've only been talking to this guy for a day. So mm. usually for me, after the bowling, we went for drinks and we talk a lot about our families, where we were, where we grew up, um, how many siblings we had, and just like our childhood, like what we did, where we live, like why we're doing what we're doing right now. There's a lot of things to be talked about. Um, it can vary from like surface level stuff to like really deep stuff mm-hmm. i find that the longer the duration of a date is the deeper the stuff you talk about yeah of course if mm-hmm. you're finding yourself spending a whole day with this person so with Tetaric, it was from like 11 o'clock until like 12 at night so it was like all it was all day and mm. It was really fun because we talk about everything. We didn't just talk about ourselves. We talk about things that are around us. So at that time, I think it was like Brexit or something. So we did we talk about Brexit and our opinions and things like that. So it's just trying trying to find common grounds. You can talk mm. about current affairs as well. Some people like to have small chats, and I totally hate that. Like I hate talking about oh, weather, yes. talking oh, about weather. like what dinner you are making, or oh, yes. I just hate that. So like if if I go out with someone who will talk about that, like small talks all the time, I would just it's a huge turn off i think it's very important to um don't give the feeling of like you're trying to interrogate someone like yes 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 yeah when you when you talk to each other like i think it's it's important to like to make each other feel comfortable and like easy and casual and not just like trying to dig all your information and like have like a deep background check on someone so yes. it, it will feel like really pressured and like very weird and that's how you make things awkward <laughs> yeah tune down the fbi mode people yeah <laughs> 
you can do it at the back, like you can do it silently on your phone, yes. but not like in person, you know. Yes, social <laughs> media is there for a reason. <laughs> yeah. Right. So that's it for today. I think we're both talked out. Um, hopefully you've enjoyed this episode and you have gained some insights and some good tips from us. Please subscribe to us, follow and like us on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. Um, follow us on Instagram as well at Two Pills in a Pod. Please rate and leave a review if you've enjoyed the episode. Share it with your friends and thank you so much for listening to all of our episodes so far in season one. Um, I hope that you guys have enjoyed listening to us ramble on about different things every week and um, it has helped you in some way or it has like entertained you in some way. And uh, this is the last episode for our season one, but don't worry. We will come back for season two, so don't miss us too much. We will definitely come back. See you then. Bye. Bye.